In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Togenet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning to all of my listeners today. It's Josephine here, and I know I always say this, but today is going to be a great show. Trust me, you are going to learn so much from my guests that you will be happy you took the time to listen to my show, Paying It Forward, this week. So let's begin with my lesson learned this week. I had an incredible session with my mentor, Larry Locks, last week, and I had a revelation. You know how I love organizational tips? Well, I must say, I am a bit of an organizational nut. One of my dear friends, um, my girlfriend, actually, Liza, calls me, and every time she calls me, before we even begin our conversation, she always asks me, so what did you organize today? So with that in mind, what I learned is that being, what I learned from Larry Locks, my mentor, is being organized and working efficiently are two separate things. Wow. I was so proud of the way I perceived myself that I'm an organized individual, but spending a couple of hours with Larry in his office blew my mind at how efficiently he works. Here's a successful businessman who runs a successful business and is so organized and works so efficiently, he doesn't need to have a secretary. Wow, that's got to be a savings of at least $50,000 a year. I have spent the last week reevaluating how I work, and I'm amazed at how much more I'm getting done at the end of the day. So that's my tip of the week. I encourage you to reevaluate how you are working and try to figure out ways you can work even more efficiently. Okay, with that, let's take a moment to introduce you to my great guest, Bill Corbett. So Bill is an expert in the field of media relations and personal branding, and he is the president of Corbett Public Relations, Inc., located here in New York. So um, Corbett uh, Public Relations, Inc. is an award-winning professional media relations Brand, personal branding, and social media marketing consulting firm. 
Bill's going to explain all of this to us in a few minutes. But what Bill actually does is he helps businesses and entrepreneurs grow their companies and personal brands. He provides hundreds of tips and other free advice to small business owners and entrepreneurs through his Twitter account, which we'll have him share with us, as well as his Facebook fan page and, of course, his blog. So with that, that was just a quick intro, Bill. We're going to have you explain a little more about your background and your, you know, what you've done. But I'd like to welcome you to Paying It Forward today. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, and thank you for the, the tip you just gave. I'm going to try to think a little bit about that in my, uh, my own business here, because there's a difference between being organized and being efficient, certainly. Yeah, it's so funny, Bill. You know, I am so fortunate and so lucky. I have this incredible mentor, and I have to tell you, Bill, I sat in his office for a couple of hours on a Saturday morning, and I just saw how he he had everything so organized. Not that I'm not organized, but he worked so efficiently. He had two computer screens going on at the same time. He had an Excel spreadsheet that he was working on, and he had his emails up, and I was just like, wow, how brilliant is this man? And I am looking forward to learning so much more from him. But that, that tip with the two, uh, two, two monitors is awesome. You can really get a lot done when you can two, see two different things at the same time. I mean, Bill, do you have that too? I do. Actually, I use two monitors and I have my laptop set, set up at the same time often to kind of just get a feel of different things that are going on, you know, simultaneously because I am in the media business. So I'll have websites of, you know, CNN or Fox or newspapers on, on my laptop so I can flip through that as well as doing, you know, what I'm doing uh, for my clients on the other monitors. Yeah, I mean, that's great. So I can see it now, Bill. You probably have nothing more to improve. I can hear already that you already work efficiently. But I'll tell you the one thing that I learned even for myself is that, you know, the way he was working so quickly on Excel, I remember before I got married, before I had kids, and when I was really working full-time in the office, there was much more of a need for me to be working on the big spreadsheets. And I just realized that, you know what, I think I need a refresher course um, on certain things like Excel and Microsoft Word has changed so much. And um, it's just important to take a step back and reevaluate like, wow, you know what, maybe I need a refresher course. Well, I think we'll talk a little bit about that in context of uh, the changing world of media later on in our conversation. Uh, But, you know, staying up to date on technology can really uh, help what I call uh, road warriors, uh, be more efficient and be, uh, be more, uh, have the ability to reach more people more quickly when they're on the road, not just sitting at their office. So it's, uh, we're, in a, we're in a changing world. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. So, Bill, tell us a little bit about your background. Be- you know, I always love to ask this one question before we even get started sure. is, did you always think you were going to be an entrepreneur? And when you were younger, did you do anything like at a really young age that started to make you feel that, wow, maybe I'll have my own business in the future? Uh, to be honest with you, no. <laughs> I, I didn't think I would have my own business. I was, I mean, not that I never worked hard and I didn't want to be successful and I, and I didn't want to, you know, have a career. Um, it, it kind of fell into my lap the way I, I got into the PR business and the way I got into just my career in general. But I just tell you one story. When I was when I was very young, I guess I was just able to drive. I guess like seventeen. We are here in New York where you can drive. Um, mm-hmm. I had a summer job where I worked 
two summer jobs. I worked about 18 hours a day for, for one summer, uh, making $3.35 in one place and $3.85 in another place. And I thought I was so happy to make that extra 50 cents at the other job. Um, and during those two jobs, I literally was, I picked up garbage all morning. And then in the evening, I cleaned a rest stop on the New York State Thruway from the parking lots to the mopping the floors. And I felt like I mopped about a half mile square area every day and cleaned a lot. Uh-huh. So I, and, and, and many, many bathrooms, uh, too many to remember. So, you know, I, I started off, I think, about as, you know, on a, on a job that was the, the labor job that, uh, that I learned that hard work pays off. And, but I said, you know what? I got to work my way up. <laughs> to something to where where I can do a little more, and I and I honestly I, and I love you know the name of your show and my my mother gave me some very good advice uh, after I really finished my first job I, my first job out of college was working for a state senator I learned there that well you can do some good things and you can learn a lot and you can be involved in the governmental process there isn't a lot of money for the uh, the people who are the staff people I made I figured it out I made two dollars and twenty five cents there an hour because I put so much time in I, I spent a lot of hours working not that the benefits weren't good and it wasn't a good job for learning one you know just out of college but uh, I determined that I wanted to better myself and my mother said to me you know what this environmental thing is going to get big in the years to come. Now, you remember, this is about 20 years ago. The green environmental is, is going to be big. So we, uh, we did some research together, and she pointed out a couple things to me, and I found a place where I could get a master's degree in environmental management. So I, have a ma- so I went and got that degree. Um, it's part public administration and learned a lot about conservation and ecology and recycling. And and I thought I was going to go into into that field either in the government sector or in the private sector about the environment and how um, that would interact with business and we see how big it is today. It's really a big part of the growing, one of the few parts of the economy that's growing. But I took my mother's advice right? and mm-hmm. I went I went back and got my master's degree and, and to tell you the truth, it's paid off because a, a number of my clients now are in the green sector from making uh, green mattresses to green building materials and and other things. Well, I have to tell you, Bill, I love the name of my radio show, but I also love the name of my company, which is My Mom Knows Best. Well, you're absolutely right. (laughs) I hope your mom is listening today because your mom knew best. She works with me to this day, and just so you know, she her background is she was a mayor of our community uh, of 17,000 people for four years. She was elected official for 16 years, and uh, so she... She's an inspiration to me, and she's, you know, I take her advice, and I did, I'm happy I listened to her 20 years ago. Well, that's great. That's, uh, I, I love the story. That was really great. But so tell us, so how did you get into media relations? Well, I listened to my father a little bit through uh, through osmosis, if you know that. Just being around it, my father was the head of PR for Avon Products, which is one of the biggest cosmetic companies in the world. Uh-huh. And and he took us on trips, and we went into his office in Manhattan. And at one point, he had an office that looked out over Central Park on 57th Street. And uh, we were around the media. We were around celebrities. We were around uh, that. Uh, that changing era in the in the eighties and the late seventies and really through, throughout the eighties and uh, it was exciting to me to have TV cameras around and to have reporters calling and see what my father was flying all over the country, going mm-hmm. to different places and then in nineteen eighty nine he he started the, the PR firm here uh, in New York and uh, and I decided to help him. Uh, you know, start that firm when I was going to get my master's degree. I worked here, you know, for uh, for for meager salary and helped him get that firm started. And that's kind of how I fell into it. 
Okay, so you are actually working in a family business. We are. It is. It's uh, Corbett Public Relations, and my mother, uh, Ann Corbett, works with us as a, a senior account executive and you know, certainly corporate officer. And uh, my father is a counsel to us. Uh, he's a law firm. So we're all in the same building, but don't always necessarily work together every minute of the day, but we're around each other. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one of the business tips that I received from one of my prior guests, Jeff Leventhal. He said that it's okay to work in a family business as long as everybody knows exactly what their job description is and nobody steps on anybody else's Mm -hmm. toes. And I thought that that was a great piece of advice. And um, I'm sure, you know, you guys have such a successful business there. I'm sure that's exactly how it works. Pretty close. You know, we, we all kind of have, we know where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do. But, uh, you know, sometimes the, the things overlap and, you know, we, family, sometimes you're talking to people, that, family members, they think, you think you, you're expressing what they, they understand, but you have, to, you have to take an extra minute sometimes to slow down and say, you know, and everyone plan out what they are going to do and what their discussion is. So we, sure. it, it takes a little bit extra attention, I think, in the family situation. Right. Well, okay. That was a great intro. We'll be back shortly for our next segment of Paying It Forward. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Mind Matters is the show that dares to ask what's on your mind. Take this opportunity to join Dr. Larry Ross, clinical psychologist and Joan Duhane, licensed clinical social worker, as they combined have over 50 years of experience in dealing with your mind. Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Toginet Radio. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and I have Bill Corbett here, president of Corbett Public Relations. So, Bill, tell us, what do you like about helping clients and not-for-profits craft and and communicate their messages to the media and beyond? Well, it's... It, I love working with entrepreneurs, and I, you know, I heard the intro of uh, you know, the, the break there, you know, and really helping entrepreneurs grow their business. And when I say entrepreneurs, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a business owner. It can be a person who's working to build a not-for-profit or, or any organization, and, and, and that spirit 
uh, really energizes me. When I see people who come up with great ideas or have interesting stories to tell, I want I want to help them, you know, tell those stories. And the vehicles that we help that we use um, is is the media. We try to get the stories out online. We try to get the stories out on television. We use social media today, newspapers, magazines. So that really that really energizes me because we live we live in such a great country. And in the past couple of years, I think a lot of uh, Business people, they felt like they've gotten beaten up a bit by the economy, maybe by regulations, maybe by taxes and other things. But they 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 weren't really as motivated, or they were just kind of hiding in their shell a little bit. I'm starting to see them emerge from their their shell or out of the darkness to to really start telling their stories again and really energize their businesses and market more. And that really excites me because I want to tell these stories. And I think if we start telling them the right way. And we can communicate to the right audiences. These businesses can grow. Um, people will find them, buy their products and services, and and that's a lot of fun for me. I mean, I love to hear entrepreneurial mm-hmm. stories. You know, from people who started with nothing to you know maybe they have a million dollar business or they're on the way to build a multi million dollar business or they have a new product. I have a client that has a mattress company. They created a whole new type of mattress, and it's it's really taking off. You know, it's a big industry to compete in, but they're doing a they're doing a great job. So that story of two older fellas who um, decided to start a business in this rocky economy, you know, that that's mm-hmm. inspiring and they're doing well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. So, Bill, tell me, who are your typical clients? Are they small business owners? Are they, you know, larger corporations? Well, you know, I, I represent people from really all levels. I have you know, a couple of startups. I have a company that's a, an air limo company, an air taxi company. They have small planes that, that shuffle people from local airports uh, around the Northeast called Hopscotch Air to uh, I have a large credit union. I have the largest credit union uh, in New York State is a client of mine, Teachers Federal Credit Union. Um, oh, yeah. Advantage Payroll. I think you've had Rob Basso on the show not too long ago. Rob does some work yes. with me, and I do some work with him, you know, to uh, to reach the, the payroll marketplace and small business marketplace. So my clients range. I've, I've even done, you know, large carnivals and fairs and balloon festivals, and I've also done, uh, you know, law firms and accounting firms and uh, all sorts of different things. So that's what makes my job a lot of fun, because every day you never know what you're going to get, you know, like the uh, uh, Forrest Gump, you know, and, and chocolate line, you know, <laughs> a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. And that's really like my day or even every hour, you know, from, from working with a client to get their message out about a trade show. We just did a big trade show here on Long Island yesterday and help uh, entrepreneurs meet each other to maybe a crisis situation where a client, uh, maybe somebody embezzled for them or they had a fire or, they, or somebody in the, uh, in the company died um, in a car accident or something. Uh, so we're, we're really prepared to jump on anything that happens at any given time. So that makes the job exciting. And also when a client succeeds, when they, like the event we did yesterday, we had about 1,200 people at this trade show. Oh, it wow. Was, it was, I can't it was, believe that. Yeah, so I can't that, so, believe they had 1,200, Bill, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but I was really going to try to make that, and I couldn't. And it was the first time that they had that trade show here on mm-hmm. Long Island, correct? Uh, yeah, it was the first time. We did one in Brooklyn a few months, a month and a half ago. Yeah. We had about 1,000 people there. But, you know, part of my effort is, you know, I, we, we got it in the newspaper. We had two TV stations there yesterday. We had it. We were in a couple magazines. We shot some videos. So my efforts, I'm not saying it was all me. I mean, we had a lot of other people come together and send out e-blasts and do that. But we had a tremendous response. Our county executive came and took pictures with the entrepreneurs and the business owners. And that, wow. that, that, that really energized them. And they know that, you know, that not everybody in the government is out to get them. Some of them are out to help them and, you know, 
I'm just just so I can set the record straight. I don't think government creates jobs. I think the government creates an environment where job creators can thrive. And right now, they have to make some changes so that environment will be a little bit better for us. But um, it was good good to have somebody who was really supportive of business and helping us to try to break down some of those barriers. And 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 that and that event was really energizing to me. I'm here, you know, here and getting emails and people are calling me and texting me how great it was. But it wasn't just me. It was it was everybody there together working together to to really generate business. It was really our own economic stimulus package for small business on Long Island. Oh, wow. Boy, I feel terrible that I wasn't, I wasn't able to go. But congratulations, Bill. Thanks. That is like a huge accomplishment. So you really know what you're doing as, as far as social media goes, because I have to tell you, I got the email blast every single day for the past week and they were exciting and informative and I knew that that show was happening so Mm -hmm. even though unfortunately I wasn't able to attend my younger son was um, ill but um, I knew all about it and I I just think you did an amazing job getting the word out there so congratulations and keep those emails coming because I'm coming to the next one you'll be happy to know that there'll be another one in about six months we're probably going to do one in the spring and that's uh, okay. it was called Trade Nassau. Okay, so that sounds great. So um, tell us, what do you think, Phil? What changes are taking place in the media relations and the marketing worlds? Like every, I think you're 100 percent right. You said it in the very beginning that we live in a changing world and it's constantly changing. But what kind of changes do you think are most relevant right now? We only have an hour, right? For the show, <laughs> we could probably talk for we could probably talk for an entire day on this and have a seminar with the hundreds of people who came to the trade show yesterday. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, we do we are living in a changing world. You know, in the in the nineties, let's even go back to the, the computer age in the in the eighties when people started getting PCs. Then we had the nineties where we we came into the internet in the late nineties with you know online buying and, and email and communications that way. And now we're in in the, the two thousand and ten. We have social media where we really can communicate to so many different people so rapidly. And then you tack on top of that the mobile technology with you know, cell phones and smartphones and texting and all that. So there's so much to get our arms around in terms of communications and in terms of media. And we're really everybody in my, my business sector in marketing and PR is, is trying to adapt to it and trying to figure out what small businesses can do to utilize this technology to grow but not waste too much time. I think the uh, people are confused yeah. about using social media. I'm glad that you got some of the messages that we were sending out about the trade show. But, you know, in, in, in this, a lot of small businesses don't understand how to do it properly. They spend a lot of time and think, oh, I'm going to spend two, three hours a day on this. And, and business people are going to come run into my door or they're going to come buy stuff from me. And uh, they really have to put it into perspective. And they really have to understand the fact that if you're going to get involved in social media or really any marketing program that you have to have a plan you have to have a message you have to have a you know mechanism for getting the message out but you also have to have a a way to track what you're doing and its success you know the roi return on investment Uh Uh, people really have to know what that is because you can spend and or waste a tremendous amount of time using this new technology and have it, you know, really have zero result. I think that there was always some some positive aspect of it. You're always going to be branding, and you're always mm-hmm. going to be, you know, getting your name out there, which is great. But 
you know, at the end of the day, why are we in business? We're in business, you know, not to just have people know our name. We're in business for people to, uh, you know, buy stuff from us or, or uh, services from us and make money. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's the uh, American entrepreneurial dream and our drive here to succeed. And so we have to figure out ways to communicate effectively yeah. using this new technology. It's, it's, it's exciting, though. There's a lot of cool stuff that, that we're doing, you know, with QR codes, those are those square barcode-looking things you can scan with your phone, uh, you know, email yeah. <laughs> blasts, and, 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 and personalized websites, and um, all, sorts of, all sorts of fun things that help, really help get your name out there, but also, at the end of the day, if done right, drive business right. You know, to you. So, in response to everything you just said, I have mm-hmm. a few things, Bill. Sure. So, number one, as um, a mom entrepreneur here working and juggling things, I have to tell you, as far as social media goes, when it first came out, oh my gosh, I was scared of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my, how am I going to get involved in this? And slowly but surely, I got my Twitter account, go- account going, then I got my Facebook account going, and Bill, boy, did I make a disaster out of my Facebook account. I had no idea that you're not supposed to have two accounts. So I have one account for Josephine DeRossi and one account for Glovies, and I had no idea about fan pages. So mm-hmm. that's like a little disaster I have to clean up. Well, but, you, can, you can clean that up. That's not that difficult. You just have to have a yeah. plan for doing it and uh, you know, figure out when you're going to you know, create a timeline for when you're going to shut down one of the two sites, you know, a lot of people like to use one site for their personal stuff and a mm-hmm. fan page or something for their business yeah. uh, operations. But in this day and age, there's a lot of that crossover. So it's, you're not, you're not alone in your, you yeah. just, don't call it a mistake, just call it a challenge. Okay. So that's a challenge that I'm working on. But I have to say, when I get onto Facebook, it's so interesting. People have so many interesting stories and then they attach on incredible articles. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Bill, I'll look up two hours later after putting the kids to sleep and everything, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's 1230. I better get to bed pretty quickly. But that's how quickly the time goes by. Mm -hmm. And one thing that you said that's so fascinating to me is that you have to figure out the ROI, uh, the return on investment that you spend. And is there a way to measure that? Well, I mean... Without without any specific you know uh, program in place, you know you can you can say, look, okay, I spend an hour a day on my social media, and then you know analyze it after a month. Okay, you spent there's twenty to say there's twenty work days in a month, so there's twenty hours you've spent, right? And then you know at at the end of that month, analyze, okay, how many new people are following you? How okay. many messages have you received? Have you received any calls? Have you received any leads? You should also ask people whenever people call you here in the service business or even you know retail or whatever business you know where do you where do you hear about us you know and and try to track it that way so you should have some form um either your your customer relationship people have or your receptionist has or or even you have yourself if you're a really small business owner and handling a lot of the calls you where'd you hear about us ask the question you know, maybe maybe don't ask everybody but ask ask the question where you heard about us and and try to track that a little bit and if the numbers start saying okay we saw you on facebook or we saw you on linkedin or we saw you on such and such then you can say okay it's working to some degree people know who we are but then too how did that translate into business so if you can track any accounts or new business to what you're doing, then you can track your ROI. There's very there's more complex ways of doing it, but for the small business person, um, that's that's one way. 
and uh, you might want to try to assess that. Spend an hour a month trying to assess the uh, the messages you've received on LinkedIn, Facebook, and other places, and then um, and try to keep keep track of that monthly. Um, what's great if mm-hmm. you have a fan page that you do you do get a weekly update from Facebook on visits and how many new people have signed up and how many people are active users. You know, keep that in a file, and then you know watch that month to month to month. They send it to you for free. Oh, that's great. We'll talk about that a little more when we come back from our break. Thanks, Bill. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriend at principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what the Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Everyone, so um, Bill, we were just talking about free statistics from Facebook, um, and I think that is like really um, a great piece of advice. Did you say that perhaps we can go into our settings and request that? I believe if you go into settings, but it, it comes if you're a manager, this is only for fan pages. It's not for your okay. personal page. So if you manage a fan page, you should get an update once a week on the activity of the fan page either if I'm all, I manage about 10 of them so I get one email that has all of the fan pages that I uh, manage and it tells me how many people have visited how many people are active and it's really powerful you know because I save those and I say okay this particular client isn't doing that well the past week or two why aren't people joining that you know fan page then we can 
try to drum up some new marketing ideas or or figure out why it's not working. And you know, we have goals though. We say, hey, we want to have you know, 200 more people be fans of this particular client in the next month. If we're not reaching that goal, we got to figure out ways to do it. Okay. All right. So that was great advice. So you know, Bill. Being that we're on this whole idea of, um, I started my show off with a tip about organization and working efficiently, we're going to take a little turn here because you're so knowledgeable about this whole concept. And I'd like to know a little bit more because I, I can just tell by everything you're saying you are an efficient man, Bill. <laughs> and um, I would love to know, like, we were just talking during our break that I have a BlackBerry, and I do. It's a great tool. I was amazed when I first got it. I couldn't believe that I could be, you know, an hour away from home and retrieve my emails. But meanwhile, the app, there are probably so many great applications that I'm not even aware of and I'm not using. So tell us how do you feel like this whole change in the mobile technology? What's going on with that? Can you give us like a... Well, I'm looking at my iPhone right now, and I think I have about 60 different apps on my phone. And I use a couple of them are fun, but for the most part, they're, uh, they're ways for me to manage my communications and manage my time and manage uh, what I'm doing more efficiently. I'm going to give you two that I really love. Uh, one, one is uh, free. And I just started using it a couple of weeks ago. I have a paid application that does the same thing. It's called Dragon, you know, and you can literally dictate emails. You can dictate um, letters. You can dictate a tweet even through this for free. And you can dictate it right into your phone so you don't have to type it. You don't have to worry about that. And, that, and that's really a time efficiency thing. I also have another one called... Uh, Totally do, if you can believe it. It's a to-do list that you can put up online. You can use it through your computer, but you can also have access to it via your uh, your BlackBerry or your uh, iPhone, and you can list all the tasks that you have going on. So if you're on the road and you want to add on a task or you're back at your office you want to add on multiple tasks, it's a great way to keep track of all the things that you have to do. But the dictation thing, if you can dictate emails and things like that while you're in the car or just you know at a oh, meeting wow. or something, it saves you so much time. You don't have to type it, and you can do it really quick. Make it even a to-do list on your way to work. Okay, dictate your own to-do list. Email it to yourself, and it's there on your desk when you get there. Oh, my gosh. I love that app. But now that, you have to have the iPhone for that, correct? Um, no, I think Dragon's good on uh, on both, on, on BlackBerry and Droid. Um, you know, even but even the, the applications for LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, you know, are all on the iPhone. So if you're in a, or, or BlackBerry or, or, or Droid, they're all on the uh, these mobile devices. So you can communicate really on the fly um, things you're seeing, things you're doing. And that's, that's part of what social media is about, is people follow you not just because you're uh, – uh, that they're friends with you, but you're providing some interesting information. Obviously, you don't want to know. Okay, I just had that breakfast at McDonald's, but right. you know. If, but if you came across some, you're at an interesting trade show, or you're at an interesting seminar, or you're at an interesting, uh, maybe ex- interesting experience at a business. You know, you know, tweet about it, Facebook about it, and that, and people follow those interesting observations. Yeah, I think that that's a great, um, a great piece of advice. Um, okay, do you have another app you want to share with us? So Dragon well, is an excellent um, application. Okay. I, I use one. This is a paid one. Um, and again, I'm not here to plug companies necessarily, but right, right. Um, you know, I'm in a business where for some clients I have to track my time. 
You know, so I've been using a, a function, a, co- a company called TimeFox, uh, for uh, tracking my time. So, so say you're a lawyer or you're a PR guy or you're a, an accountant and you're on the road and you're at a client's office and you can literally put in your how much time you spent there and it'll go up onto a, a website and you can you can track the time. You can have a clock that's going uh, that'll track your exact exact amount of time you're there and you're and what you did. So that that way, if you can do that along the way, you don't have to spend an hour a week trying to recap what you did in terms of the hours you spent here or there. You can do it on the fly in real time, and you don't have to re-enter it when you get back to your office. You know, you don't have to write it down on a on a sheet. You can do it right onto the computer, and you can print out great reports later. So um, they should pay me now for for plugging their company. But um, <laughs> but I've, I've been using it for the past year, and uh, it's been it's been quite good. I even keep track of the time I spend on clients who are not paying me by the hour who are on maybe on a retainer or something, so I know in my head how many hours, or on my in my computer I should say, I know exactly how many hours I spent working for a particular client during a particular month. And if I spent a lot more time than they're paying me for, it's a good reason to go talk to them about paying me more. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know who can use that a lot, too. Um, there, I've interviewed um, a few virtual assistants Mm-hmm. Who um, that would be perfect for them. So I'm going to go. Reason- on- it's very, it's very reasonable priced. I mean, I'm not going to get into the pricing, but I mean, yeah. you, you'd laugh how how cheap it is. Oh, good. Okay, so I love that one. That's a good one too. And do you have another one you want to share with us, Bill? Well, let's see. Well, this is more of a fun one, you know. And I don't know if anybody uses uh, Flickr or any of those types of photo sharing. Uh, websites, um, you know, you can, you can only store so many things on your phone, pictures of family and friends and things like that. So there's some, there's some great fun applications where I'm a father of, of young twins or a year old, so people always uh-huh. want to see pictures of my kids, so I, you can uh-huh. use Flickr uh, real quickly. Instead of having to, like, go through your phone and find the picture, you can literally just hit a, a button and, and pull up a set of pictures that um, you can show people, uh, you know, one-on-one. I don't, don't know necessarily if that's a time-saving thing, but I guess it is because you're at networking events and you're telling people about yourself and or friends you see and, and you can pull it up real quick and you can show them so that's a that's a that's a fun one and it's not necessarily business oriented but i but i like it can i give you yeah. one last quick one is a, yeah. a function a, a product called uh, Slingbox. if you have a a tv uh, that's equipped with one of these boxes you can actually watch your your tv at home through your iphone or your blackberry um you know using a Slingbox application Oh, that's amazing. I, see, this is what I'm saying. I knew nothing about this. So if somebody has a home office and they don't have a TV in it and they want to watch CNN, right. they can do that through Slingbox right off of their phone. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the PR business. So say I had a client who got interviewed during the day and the and the um, the client's going to be on to the 6 o'clock news, and I'm, but I'm still out. I can I can flip it up on my phone and I can watch the interview. So it's... It's a a convenience and something that we can use in in business, too. Oh, that's great. All right. So I love those apps. Thanks for sharing those with us, Bill. So um, tell us, with um, the way that marketing is changing so much, how are you managing this? Like, how do you manage your own business in this changing environment? It, it, it can be overwhelming. I tell you the truth. At times, mm-hmm. people come to me. How do we? How do I? What's changing with with Facebook and what's changing with LinkedIn? We, what's going on with these newspapers? Do you know that um, eight newspaper? Excuse me, eight magazines with a circulation of a million or more closed last year. You know, wow. So that, yeah, a million. So you would think that's a successful publication with a million readers, right? 
mm-hmm. but they closed. So why did they close? So it's, it's the changing world of the media. People are getting their information online, just like these applications we mentioned a mm-hmm. minute ago. Or, uh, but you know, the readership of hard copies of newspapers and hard copies of magazines is going down. That doesn't mean people aren't reading much more. Right. That means that they're reading more online. They're using their Kindle. They're using their iPhone. They're using their BlackBerry to, to read news and things like that. So in my business, I have to understand where that or where all those changes are coming from and really stay on top of it and it's hard i mean every every single day there's a new uh change taking place in the media mm-hmm. even i think face uh, linkedin has some new pages for for businesses now not just individuals uh, that's a change mm-hmm. that we're going to have to investigate and uh, just just the way the media is reporting the news we you know everyone doesn't rely on the nightly news anymore you know channels right. abc cbs nbc they're all they're all changing their their viewership is down viewership is up on cable and uh, so it's so it's really it's really interesting to navigate for me i I have to just monitor it every day and Uh uh, try to predict what the trends will be people still want to be in the paper media relations is still important it might be more important than than ever before because you have to be in so many different places blogs social media newspapers television and to keep track of the message and working it the way the clients need need to work it um I think PR people have a little bit more relevance today than than in the past because we have to help them navigate all these changes and keep track of what's going on, as you mm-hmm. mentioned. And then and then we have to figure out what's what's going to happen in the future. So we have to kind of be uh, prognosticators and figure out what is going to happen with television, what's going to happen with radio. Radio, you know, we have satellite radio, and we have um, you know standard radio, and that those those people aren't those uh, the numbers are down in those areas, but. You know, again, more and more people listening to satellite radio. So it's it's, it's very mm-hmm. it's very interesting, and and television is going to change in the future. We're going to see a lot more on demand uh, television viewing. You know, we may see thousands of channels versus hundreds that we have now. We may see we're probably going to see you know companies like Fox and companies like CBS, NBC start running a lot more programming on their websites, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and the only thing that are really eventually will not be on demand will be maybe some breaking news and uh, sports. Yeah, you know, I have to tell you two things, Bill. Um, the first is I stopped having the newspaper delivered to my house every day. I just get into the habit of going to the New York Times website, and mm-hmm. that's where I get my news or, you know, the Wall Street Journal. So I was shocked to see how um, the price of the paper had gone up. Bill, mm-hmm. I felt it ancient. How much is the New York Times? Do you even know? Like, well, I think it, it was, daily, I think it's it was seventy-five like cents for a dollar. No, it's a dollar now. Weekends is like five or six dollars for the Sunday paper, which is still pretty significant. Uh, some reports just came out. I think AP did a study, or did a, they reported uh-huh. recently about newspaper circulation, and virtually all newspapers were down except for the Wall Street Journal, uh, which had a bump in. Uh, in circulation, most of the hard copy newspapers is down. That doesn't mean that people don't read it, though. I mean, right, right. Newsday, New York Times, you know, still have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of readers, you know, in hard copy. But you know, many millions of people go to newspaper websites across the country. It's really a challenge for the newspaper industry to figure out how to create an online model where they can generate revenue because the online advertising revenue isn't quite the same as the traditional print revenue. You know, you would buy a page of advertising in the New York Times for $50,000 at one point. Right, right, right. Well, I can't believe how fast this is going, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly with our last segment of Paying It Forward. Oh, 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 oh,
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, TrishaGoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Season Me is on Toginet. A delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. You know Cecil is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcomed. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of Paying It Forward. So we have Bill Corbett. Bill, before we get um, started, can you please let my listeners know how they can get in touch with you if they have any questions or if they have an interest in hiring Corbett Public Relations for their company or themselves? Uh, The easiest way is just to go to my website, which is Corbett, C-O-R-B-E-T-T-P-R. Dot com. Uh, my my Twitter handle, as they call it, is at WJ Corbett, and I love to have people follow me. And, and Facebook, if you just type in Corbett PR, you'll find me there. I uh, love to chat and you know hook up with me. I always I give out hundreds and hundreds of uh, free uh, you know tips and suggestions for businesses. You know, free of charge. Okay, perfect. Thanks for that, Bill. So we're gonna um, move forward with some lessons learned. So. Let's see, Bill, can you explain to us how important is it to have a personal brand? In today's economy, it is essential to have your own personal brand. And, and when we talk about personal branding, it, it really not, it's, not a, it, it's a new term that people are really talking about a lot now, but in the PR business, it's been around for forever. It's really building a reputation and building notoriety and building expertise. But in a nutshell, you want to build a brand that helps you explain who you are 
and your area of expertise, not necessarily what you're selling, but, but your, why people should listen to you. Um, in this day and age when people, we just, we're going through a bad economy, and people have lost their jobs, and they, or they move to other jobs, and people throughout their career don't just stay at one company like they used to stay at IBM for their whole career. In, in this day and age, you need to create a brand and expertise and following of people uh, on LinkedIn or other places and carry that with you throughout your career. In the past, if you were working for a big company and just say you were let go on a layoff or fired or whatever reason, no one knew where you went. They couldn't find you. They don't, they don't know your home phone number. They know your cell phone number like they do today. Mm-hmm. But you, if you have a brand and you have people know who you are, like a LinkedIn account is essential. You want to carry that with you and keep it up to date as you move throughout your career and build your following. Talk to people about your area of expertise. Talk to people about interesting things. And also push information out, like you mentioned before, interesting articles or interesting things you've uh, read that other people might uh, find interesting. And then they'll say, okay, that person's interesting. We should follow him and, and listen to some of the things they're saying and, and read some of the stuff that they're reading and uh, and, and emulate them in a way. So that's not, that's really... Uh, creating a personal brand in a nutshell. Remember, people buy brand. People buy brands. They don't necessarily buy products or service. So, if you can create a brand and a following, they'll buy you or they'll work with you. So, I, I believe that's very important. And we, and that doesn't mean you don't promote your company or your part. You're, you're underneath the umbrella of a company, but you have your own identity. Okay, so I think it's very important today. So. Um all right, so I think that that's real. I agree with you 100% how the branding, the personal branding, it actually, um, once you brand yourself, I just, th- I agree with you about your product because what I'm personally doing, Bill, is I'm trying to establish myself as a professional. And I'm also bringing my Glovey's product to the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And it's just so important that I do both hand in hand because Mm -hmm. I need to let those moms out there who are out buying my Glovey's, I need to let them know that I stand behind my product. And it's me, Josephine DeRossi, who was the inventor of the product. And... I guess if that makes sense, Bill. Yeah, well, in, ter- in terms of media relations, you know, media relations is part of this branding process. The media doesn't want to hear a story about, or that if you pitch them a story about, this is XYZ company, they made a billion dollars last year, they're great. You know, buy their product, it's the best. You know, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear from someone like you who said, hey, I'm a mom. I came up with this idea. I faced challenges. How you got from the idea to where you're successful with it. That story is what they want to hear. And if anybody's out there listening, that's that's really what marketing and PR is about, is telling that story and, and, and catching the attention of the media and catching the attention of other people. People will remember the story uh, a lot more than they'll remember someone saying, oh, this guy had $100 million in sales last year. You know, they don't—they don't really care about that. They want to know what you did and how you did it and the challenges you overcame. Because that—that's really about America and American spirit and how you overcame those challenges. And people buy into that. They—they they want to hear it. Yeah, I think you're so right. I just had um, breakfast the other day with um, two of my friends who are pretty successful in business. And when we were talking, you know, I had a huge meeting a couple of weeks ago with a, a really, really big baby retailer. And it's looking very promising and I'm getting very excited about it. But she turned to me after, you know, spending an hour talking and everything. She turned to me and she said, Josephine, that's going to be your story. Mm-hmm. of exactly how you said, Bill, how I came up with the concept and how it ended up on baby retail, you know, on the shelves. So, right. okay. And, you know, people forget to tell that story on their websites. They, they, they just say, this is our company about us. 
they don't tell you how they got there. And that's a big mistake that a lot yeah. of companies don't. They don't tell people the story. I think you're so right. And my goal for my website, Bill, is to have a video of myself telling the story because I think that's that's the hook. Absolutely. And, and everything's about video today. You have to tell your story using video, good visuals, um, and, and show your product, how it's being used. It's it, the People want to see that, and, and they can watch it again on their mobile device. They can watch it on YouTube on their phone. Right. Okay. So we're getting ready to to wrap up in a few minutes, so I just want to make sure that we have time to answer this really good question. So, Bill, what are five actions that a person or small business can do to jumpstart their marketing? Well, well, first of all, you got to make a commitment to marketing. It's not like sending out, putting one ad in the paper or sending one mailing. You got to make a commitment. A commitment means time and money to doing it. It's not going to happen overnight. It's an investment, but it'll pay off. I guarantee you over time. You have to start slow. Develop your marketing list and 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 communicate with a small group and just grow that group and and communicate with them in different ways. Try different things. Uh, like we just mentioned, make sure on your website you have a, a good clear bio and about us. But but tell your story and don't let people know what your mission is. Um, and from my perspective, you want to use the media, have them help tell your story. It'll reach millions if, or hundreds of thousands or thousands of people, maybe millions. And it's very cost-effective. Social, uh, social media, as we've you know, touched on a number of times, it's free, but you've got to do it right. And you got to make sure you have a clear message and spend the appropriate amount of time, not too much, but not too little. Um, and finally, um, ask for advice. You know, like people like me, I'm sure you'd, you'd lend your advice. Um, people mm-hmm. are always willing to give advice and information on, and tips on how to how to grow a business or answer a question about a challenge or find a solution. There's a lot of free information out there that at least can get you if you're uh, get you from point A to point B or at least halfway to point B. Um, with uh, without having to pay for it, um, you know, PR and other things. Some of the stuff you can do yourself, but people are always willing to, to lend a helping hand. Again, my if you go to my website or my blog and other places, uh, you know, I'm always giving the free advice because I'm a believer in giving, uh, giving to get. Because at the end of the day, if you if you give, people get to know who you are and they understand what you're about. And you know, maybe they want to hire me, or maybe they don't, or maybe they want to hire you. Whatever. It, but as long as you can help them a little bit. Um, I uh-huh. think you're you're going in the right direction, and kind of like a caveat to this is uh, be creative. You know, try to try to think out of the box and try to come up with interesting ideas and way to ways to promote yourself and talk about your product and service. You know, if you can create a viral video about your product or something that's a little bit different and a different yeah. approach, you know, it could you know really help you sell a lot or just get you known uh, amongst uh, the people who will be potential customers. Yeah, I think that that's such um, a great piece of advice. You know, using humor is probably not such a bad thing, too, because um, I just think it's so funny with the way our technology has grown so much that I don't know about you, Bill, but I know with Thanksgiving coming up, I'm going to be with my 10 siblings together at my brother's house, and um like after dinner, somehow, some way, we always end up ar- around somebody's laptop showing mm-hmm. the funniest videos on YouTube. And 
It's just, um, it's another way to get your message out there. You don't have to be serious all the time. You know, you can be creative and fun. The thing, one of the catchphrases today in branding and marketing is being authentic. And that's being real. Mm-hmm. And tell, you know, giving your candid in, in opinions, if you, if you want to say it in a funny way. But, you know, be, be real. And don't, don't try to use all this marketing mumbo-jumbo and all these, you know, you know, crazy graphics and all that stuff. You know, be real. Tell your story. And, and people will gravitate to you. But if you can do it in a funny way, I wish I had some funny anecdotes for you. I have plenty of funny stories about PR <laughs> things that have gone awry. That could be another whole hour worth of, worth of right. shows. But, you know, some of those videos, you know, I help create, I think, <laughs> some of those oh, shows. Because so some of the funny. things we've done haven't quite worked out as well as we want. But at the end of the day, you know, the clients have, have all looked good, but you know, if, a, if a, some food product gets burnt or there's a, you know, a car that didn't start when we were supposed to do something, you know, that, that happens along the way. Right. So now, as far as being creative, as far as marketing goes, can you give us an example of what was one of the most creative things a company had done to get their message out there? Well, there's always there's always creative things, and again, sometimes they work, and uh, some sometimes they don't. You know, we we tried to do you know something that was a little creative. We were working on a uh, with a company called Remax, and they have a the symbol of the company is a, bowl, a hot air balloon, and we and we did oh, yeah. a uh, right. Well, we were going to try to do a. That's a real local, estate company, right? Yeah, the real estate company. I represent uh-huh. represent them in New York State, and okay. we were doing a balloon festival. And one of our ideas was to have a balloon race from Connecticut across the Long Island Sound, to, uh-huh. and the balloons would land on uh, Long Island. Well, it was a great <laughs> idea. We got you know the Weather Channel and WCBS and you know other TV stations and newspapers all all covered it. But at the end of the day, the wind conditions didn't work and uh, it, it didn't it didn't happen. But we did have you know ten or fifteen balloons uh, inflate and get ready for the race. But the wind uh, didn't help us out. So it was it was a creative idea, and we had boats that were going to follow them across the. Long Island Sound. We had helicopters, and you know, a lot of a lot of planning and effort went into it. Didn't quite happen, but the creativity of the idea attracted a lot of attention. So, I guess in the end, it paid off for for us from a publicity standpoint. But the actual, uh, you know, race didn't occur. So, I thought that I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, that sounds really good. And um, anything else you've done personally with your company, Bill? Well, I mean. I've uh, the efficiency things that we were talking about before. You know, I'm a small operation. I'm on the road a lot, so I I made a commitment that, you know, when I when we had had my my twins about a year ago, and mm-hmm. I knew that my time would be limited for work. So that's when I kind of moved over to the mobile technology, and I've, I've looked for these applications from Toodly Do where I can keep track of my tasks to, to the other ones and keep track of my time where I can do it on the fly. Um, or if I have 10 minutes here or five minutes here, I can dictate a letter or I can dictate an article or a blog entry. So um, I utilize my time uh, as effectively as possible, um, even if I have 10 minutes here or in my car or uh, in between meetings. Yeah. And, and, and that, that, that's, I guess, the piece of advice that I give to people who, are, well, who have a limited time is to try to use the technology to, to make more out of your day. Well, that's wonderful. So, Bill Corbett, president of Corbett Public Relations, thank you so much for being our guest on Paying It Forward this this week, and I hope you'll be back soon, Bill. Well, happy to be. Thank you. Okay, have a great day, everybody. With Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned.